How is it that our team is able to schedule these amazing guests, thought leaders with hundreds of thousands of LinkedIn followers, C-suite executives at Fortune 500 companies? How are we able to do it? Well, we use a lot of different strategies and there are many different approaches, but I'll just share a few of them. You are listening to a guide to B2B podcasting. This is an educational podcast series focused on teaching you the best practices in B2B podcasting. If you're an enterprise or B2B company looking to maximize podcasting for your business, then you are in the right place. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A Guide to B2B Podcasting. Today, really excited to dive into the topic of guest scheduling 101 for B2B podcasts. And today, I have our two guest scheduling leads from Content Allies. I've got Noah Tetzner and Mutale Malama here on the call with us. Great to be here. Thanks so much, Jake. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for hopping on here. All right. So in this episode, the goal is to give you the overarching foundation and understanding of how to approach guest scheduling and some tips on how to do this effectively. So we're going to talk about the importance of friendly interviews when launching a new podcast. We're going to talk about messaging and scripting for when you're reaching out to potential guests. We're going to talk about research methods for how to find guests and ways to get guests that will likely say yes, even if you have a new show. And then finally, we'll talk a little bit about the brass tacks of it. But that's what we're going to cover today. So when we talk about friendlies with guest scheduling, first of all, What is a friendly and why are these so important? Yeah, absolutely. One of the great benefits of having a podcast for your B2B companies are the guests that you can bring on the show and you can form relationships with these guests. Eventually they could become referral partners, strategic partners, maybe even clients. But in order to get guests on the show, right, these people want to see some traction. So right out of the gate, when you're thinking about launching a B2B podcast, it's important to investigate your own network and see which we call them at Content Allies friendly interviews, which of your colleagues would make a good guest for the show. So as soon as you're considering launching a podcast, I would say the first thing you're going to want to do is tap into your network to see what the low hanging fruit is. Who are some friendly contacts that you could have to come on the show? And if you have any industry connections that are big names or thought leaders, that's even better. When you launch a podcast, before we even typically start our standard guest outreach process, we need to have a few guests on the show so that any prospective people see some proof of concept and they see that the show has some traction. So one of the things we always tell people is when they're launching a podcast, the first step is to tap your network and get probably three is a good number of interviews recorded with colleagues you already have a relationship with. Love that. Yeah. It's such a powerful thing and it's so helpful to get more guests whenever we start reaching out to others. It helps you get those first interviews in, warm up with people you know. Just so many benefits to doing those friendly interviews. And I guess the other point I'll add on to that is when people have not brought in friendlies, outreach campaigns have just tanked. If you try to reach out to people you don't know with a show that's not live, that has no episodes, it doesn't work. You get no responses. And so that's why friendlies are just such an important thing. Awesome. Well, thanks for hitting on the importance of that. So first piece of this, find people in your network, big names. That's step one. That's the most important part with friendlies. Next, I want to toss over to you, Mutale, and to talk about 
So we've got some friendlies. We've got a show that's up and running. We've got a few episodes. What are the things whenever we're starting to reach out to new guests, people that is not within our network? When you start crafting those emails, crafting that messaging, how do you think about approaching that outreach? So, yeah, I just wanted to give a quick overview to how it is we create our scripts when we're reaching out to people that we think would be for good guests in the podcast. And so the thing to focus on, well, really essential, but it's worth noting that you have warm leads and you've got cold leads and the cold people would be people that we have no prior rapport, connection, relationship with. We're completely reaching out to them and they have no idea who it is that we are versus warm who we could get through referrals or people that we do have a bit of a relationship with. The script still works all the same. So you can go ahead and use a following information and hopefully it works out for you. So to start off, you want to, of course, type in your subject. That's the first thing you're going to see. And that's the make or break part for us to get interest from the potential guests. They're going to look at the subject header and they're going to see what is that they're being invited to. You want to stay away from really vague phrases like interview, insert guest name or podcast request for insert guest name. You want to give a little bit of a description of not more than 10 words or not less than five. That's a good sweet spot to give some context to what it is they're getting into. So podcast episode invitation for high-performing Indian Americans is an example. We have a podcast called Indianness, where we look to connect our clients with the highest performing Indian Americans across America, of course. And so podcast invitation for high performing Indian Americans, you could even use podcast invitation for high performing and then just substitute out the Indian Americans part for whatever it is that your podcast is going to be about. So that's how you'd want to tee that off. And then we're going to jump into the paragraph sequence for the script itself. And so after you said hi, to the guest, you're then going to add some kind of personalized content as to what it is that the guest has done in the industry, just to capture their attention, to make it seem more human and that we're genuinely interested in having them on the show. And we're going to reference why it is that we feel like they'll be good guests on our show. So referencing things like articles they've done, referencing things like maybe they've been on a, at a separate interview or they have a podcast or they have a book, or it could just be something as simple as like, you would search who they are on Google and just some kind of information that might be considered vague, but would still be relevant because we like to have them on the podcast. I just want to reference that. And so you're going to open up with that. And then for your second paragraph, of course, you're going to tell them who it is that you're reaching out on behalf of, and you're going to hyperlink the podcast in that first paragraph. So that's going to be part of your introduction. You want to, after you've given your personalized intro to the potential guest, you're going to then hyperlink who it is they're reaching out on behalf of. So for example, I'm reaching out on behalf of Jeff Bezos. Let's say Jeff Bezos has a podcast for Amazon and he's the one who's hosting. You're going to want to reference that. And then of course, maybe hyperlink who it is so that they could establish that connection on LinkedIn. That also helps as well. Some people prefer to coordinate on LinkedIn. For you, your third paragraph, you're going to then focus on the social proof. So the social proof entails two components. The first component is the guests that you've had on the show. 
or guests that you are going to have on the show and links to their episodes. And the second component entails the size of the audience when we do eventually do publishing and we run ads or we do promo. Guests want to know just how big of a reach you have. And so you want to add that it's very important. And so for the first part of the social proof, you're going to stuff as many high level guests as possible. In the range of 8 to 12, that's a sweet spot. Don't want to just completely populate it because then it looks a bit obnoxious and you don't want to underpopulate it because then they would think that you don't have a lot of high-profile people on. People want to be a part of really big things, really big projects. And so if you can stuff your guests, the guest part of your social proof, you want to stuff that with either people that have a big LinkedIn following in the industry or people that are high-level professionals in the C-suite, VP, SVP caliber at big companies, you want to tag those. That's really important for social proof. If we're able to attract them and we're able to get other big profile personalities, then that's something that they would, one, think, okay, this is great. You feel like I'm at that caliber and I can be a part of this. And two, that's something that they want to be a part of. You want to be associated with these big names. That's really important. So going on to the second part of the social proof, what does audience size entail? So that entails all of your social media metrics and followings. So for example, if you have like a 20K following on Twitter, if you have 10K on Facebook, if you have like 15K on your LinkedIn, if you have a 20,000 email contact list, when you send out your email blast, that all compiles into your audience size, your audience metrics. They want to see just how big of a reach you have. And that's really essential because like, sure, it's one thing for you to take time out for you to have a conversation with somebody, but they also want to have that message shared because it's something that means something to them. And it's something that you don't want to shy away from. So like definitely reference that. And to round things off, when you mentioned the social proof, we do our content allies get an assets folder containing graphics, a banner, a cover letter, and a snippet of the show. So that the guests can use for promo marketing. You want to mention for promo and marketing. You want to mention that too. And it helps us because that's taken out. But that helps us because they can add that to our audience too. And that just gets the podcast and the message out there more. So there's something you definitely want to add. And then to round things off, you want to aim to maintain a balance between being friendly and professional, but also making just every the last paragraph nice and succinct and inviting. For example, we often use this particular script or this portion of our script to just conclude our script. So feel free to share your thoughts or express your interest in being a part of this excited vision. We're all ears and we're thrilled to have you on board. Nice and simple, nice and succinct, just to round things off. And then it also puts in the mind of the potential guests that we do value your input. And even though we are reaching out to you, we are professional in how we reach out to you. We also are curious to know your thoughts. We want you to participate in this. It's not just a complete transaction. You come on, we give you an assets folder and an audience. Like we want to know your thoughts. We want you to be part of this project. Hopefully it's a vision you share. And yeah, the more enthusiastic you are about it, the better. That's the best way for you to convey that. That essentially just runs off how it is we create our scripts when we reach out to our contacts that we've done research for, both cold and warm potentially. And thank you for tagging along, and I hope this helps.
That was amazing. Super helpful insights, Vitaly. Such a great point there. Just on the points that, first of all, you you only have a few moments to capture someone's attention. So those first impressions, that 10-second glance at any of the messaging at anyone when they search into you or look at the site, like all of that is super important. The social proof you hit on, making sure that you've got some level of either big name guests or you're going to be utilizing some level of distribution, just giving people confidence that people are going to be listening to the show, even if it's new. And just really making all those things where it's a win for the guest, giving them assets, giving them promotional materials. All of those pieces are super helpful. So thanks for sharing and iterating on all that with the outreach scripts. And I want to head over to one of the last sections of this is we've talked about getting your friendlies on. We've talked about creating messages to reach out to other people. But now, Noah, how do you find those people? How do you go about researching and finding good fit guests for your show? How do you guys approach that? Yeah, that's such a great question, Jake. And it's one that I'm asked about in my role here at Content Allies quite a bit. How is it that our team is able to schedule these amazing guests, thought leaders with hundreds of thousands of LinkedIn followers, C-suite executives at Fortune 500 companies? How are we able to do it? Well, we use a lot of different strategies and there are many different approaches, but I'll just share a few of them. So in terms of researching where to find these guests and how to obtain their contact information. You could certainly use different programs like LinkedIn Sales Navigator. You could also contact email vendors. You might contact a vendor and say, hey, we're looking for chief data officers at technology companies with 500 or more employees in the central portion of the United States. And a vendor could send you a spreadsheet with data and email addresses for you to use. One of the best ways to convert guests, to convert people to say yes to coming on your podcast is look at similar podcasts in your industry and see who has guested on those shows and then send those people an email saying, hey, I really loved your interview on XYZ podcast. We're doing a similar show. Would you like to come on? So that tends to be really fruitful. That outreach does because you're reaching out to people that are already open to guesting on podcasts. Authors and thought leaders, people that are active on LinkedIn and have a social following, those people are typically very open to guesting on podcasts. Speakers at events or keynote speakers at trade conferences, that's another great one. You can usually find the contact information for those people right on the website of some of those industry conference pages and so forth. And then once you've built up a backlog of guests scheduled for your podcast, and you've recorded a number of interviews, asking guests for referrals is a great way to keep your pipeline steady with a great stream of guests. So those are just some of the strategies that we use and that I'd encourage other people to consider as well. Love that, Noah. Very helpful to understand and hear that context. And I think the big thing is that people need to get creative. There's a number of outlets to try, a lot of different approaches. It's not always as easy as just go reach out to a list of this XYZ titles. Sometimes that works. Sometimes that doesn't. Sometimes you got to get creative and find other ways. So there's a, a lot of different avenues, but if you pursue those, you'll get some great guests going for the show. Awesome. And so I'm going to hit on the last point here and bring us to a close is really, you know, we've hit on the main aspects here. It's like you need the friendlies, you need the foundation. Then once you have the foundation, you need good outreach scripting, you need good messaging and everything like that to make sure that when you get the message in front of your target guests, that it's going to convert. And then you need to research, put together those lists. And then it really just comes down to the work of 
reaching out to people, sending cold emails, cold LinkedIn messages, whatever that takes, just reaching out. Often you're going to need to nudge them and follow up. People don't always respond on the first email. Sometimes, even though we're asking them to be on a podcast, there's all those things. People get a lot of spammy people trying to sell them stuff. And this can, at a glance, sometimes fall in that bucket. So sometimes you do have to nudge and then people realize, hey, this is actually an opportunity. So that's another thing to keep an eye on there as well. And then really it just comes down to scheduling, following up with people, getting on the calendar. Sometimes you'll have people that say yes, and then you have to follow up and nudge them over and over again. It's not always just yes, and then you're good. And then it's just getting them on prep calls often and then getting them on interviews. So the doing the work part, there's a lot of details we can go into on that and some tricks and tools and things like that, but we'll save that for another episode. So that's really what we covered today, kind of the 101, the grand picture of it all. Hopefully gave you guys some great tactics and kind of insights in here on how to run your own guest scheduling. And if you ever need help with this, our team at Content Allies, we run all of this for our customers and booked countless C-suite guests and amazing level people. And I'm constantly blown away by the people that this team brings in. So that's what we've got today. And we'll see you here on the next episode of A Guide to B2B Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please be sure to leave a five-star review. You can see all the resources mentioned in today's episode at b2bpodcastingguide.com. That is B, the number two, B, podcastingguide.com. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com.